Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim. Happy Thursday, and I will start a show that a band called Mad Caddies. They are playing tonight at the Imperial Almost Sold Out Show, and this song is called Monkeys. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. This is Rocket from Russia on the beautiful radio station of CITR. My name is Russian Tim and this is going great so far. Happy Thursday and life is very, very great. I started off the show with a song by the band called Matt Caddies. The song is called Monkeys and that is a song uh, by <laughs> the band called Matt Caddies. Very, very good and very, very logical uh, song from the album called Duck and Cover which came out 1998. Uh, today's show will be mostly focused uh, around Matt Caddies. They are playing tonight 
night at the Imperial. The show's almost uh, sold out, and uh, they uh, will be performing songs from their new uh, album called Punk Rocksteady. Uh, also, I will be talking to Sasha from the band uh, called Mad Caddies, uh, who is part of that album called Punk Rocksteady, and we will um, I- and I'll ask him a few questions about uh, this album. And also, I'll do a ticket giveaway to this um, uh, show. Uh, like I said, the show is almost sold out. Uh, I know that... Um uh, last week, uh, the show, there was less than 100 tickets left, and I know that people have been buying, so I'll, the show, if not um, close to sell out, uh, maybe very, very close to sell out, but it's uh, gonna be a super night, and I'm also involved because my band is playing, uh, opening the show, and we're playing with the band called The Brass Action, Pavel Borez and Matt Caddis tonight at the Imperial. Uh, Matt Caddis released a brand new album last uh, June, um, uh, about six months ago. Uh, the album is called Punk Rock Steady. Uh, the whole idea was that uh, Fat Mike uh, have been bugging them uh, to do this album for a while, to do reggae covers of uh, some famous and well-known punk rock uh, songs. Uh, so Matt Katie's uh, covered bands like Bad Religion, Operation Ivy, Green Day, No Effects, Propagandy, Misfits, Lagwagon, Against Me, Descendants. So as you can hear, the, uh, the list is massive. They did a great job because they took their own approach uh, to the well-known punk rock songs and they did those interesting, sometimes reggae, sometimes like a, a bit of a klezmer, sometimes of uh, even a little bit of world music um, type of uh, covers. Very, very different, but at the same time, very uh, great. And um, that's been one of my favorite albums of the last year, so I have been listening to it a lot. Uh, how about we check out a few of those covers, and we'll uh, start uh, with a song uh, which is called She, which was uh, obviously originally performed by the band called Green Day, and you can ge- uh, get a sense uh, what kind of uh, wonderful covers uh, Matt Caddis did on the album called Punk rock steady. Let's do it. This is Matt Caddy's playing tonight at the Imperial. This song is called She by the band called Green Day, originally performed by Matt Caddy's. She She screams in silence A solid riot Without a use, we'll scream at 
Radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. I played you three songs uh, by Matt Caddis from their brand new album, which is called Punk Rock Steady. Um, I played you the original, uh, the, the song She, which was originally recorded by Green Day, uh, then a cover of Propaganda, and we thought that nation states were a bad idea, and then a no access cover of She is Gone. Uh, Matt Caddis are playing tonight at the Imperial. The show's almost sold out. Uh, later in the show, we will do a ticket giveaway, but for now I have a very great pleasure of um, uh, having on the phone line Sasha from Matt Caddis. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, my friend. Thank you very much. Uh, well, yeah, welcome to Vancouver. Congratulations on the release of your wonderful brand new super album called Punk Rock Steady, which came out on June 15th at uh, Fat Records, and we are super, super excited to see you tonight at the Imperial. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, I haven't been to Vancouver for a while, so... Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since uh, you played it's here. Be fun. Yeah. Um, you had the, that project in mind for a while, I think like six years, and Fat Mike has been bugging you to do it. But in 2017, in the fall, you got serious about it, and you exchanged a few, mace, uh, a few emails with Fat Mike and settled on a few songs which you will cover for the Punk Rock Steady uh, project. Uh, could you please tell a little bit about mechanics behind this, uh, the process of the songs, about the email conversations? Because on the Fat's website, it says that 12 classic songs were handpicked by Fat Mike. I'm pretty sure you probably had some uh, some some hand in this as well. Yeah, I mean, he he obviously had a you know a big say, um, but you know it, it was a group decision at the end. I mean, there was no song that you know there if, if it, it's it's a difference. You know, there's certain songs that just sound better reggae than others. Yeah. So you know, there's there's plenty of songs that are great songs, but it just do they sound great? in a reggae style, you know, like the Descendants one, or, you know, there's, there's a lot of bands where there's, you know, the Snuff one, there's a couple bands where there's multiple songs and it, it, it ended up not, it ended up more about how it fits stylistically than it did with, you know, the actual song. Exactly. I, I was reading your early interview and you said that She's Gone, the song we just heard, was a little bit tricky because it has so many parts and it was very hard to transition it to reggae. Yeah, we were just a little lazy because we got lazy because the Green Day songs and the snuff, most of them were really easy. So we actually, my mom. No, it, 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 it did take the longest time, but that was the one song that we actually picked. Um, 
you know, obviously Mike couldn't pick the No Effect song. Um, and I mean, he definitely had some strong opinions on ones that he didn't like, but <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the day, Chuck, uh, our singer, uh, that was always one of his favorite songs and it's not a very popular one and Mike loved the idea. So, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of Chuck's idea. He's the one who brought it to, to up, up for, uh, for debate. Could you please tell which songs, uh, no effects and maybe not only no effects were rejected by Fat Mike? Which no, oh, I mean... In the same period, you know, for any band, that we're you know we we just be throwing out ideas, you know. And so, uh, you know, I mean, it, I think uh, Lies and Louise was a, was an idea. Oh. Um, obviously, no linoleum. That was like his, you know, that was straight out the straight out the gate, which we uh, we uh, agreed, you know. <laughs> um, you know, so he wanted something that was a little bit more obscure, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one that wasn't you know one of them, like you know uh, he didn't want to hear like uh, you know the bruise or you know. Uh, Stick it in my eye, or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, something that you know is, is a little bit, you know, kind of like the Descendants. You know, I mean, certain bands like Green Day, we obviously picked a, a, a popular song that you know everybody knows, um, but we didn't want to do that with the whole album. You know, we didn't want to just pick the most popular Descendant song and whatnot. So we tried to go for a mix of you know, some popular ones and then some obscure ones. So the No Effects one kind of hit, you know, hit all those categories. So. Yeah, I did a great job. Was, uh, the Descendant song because, uh, like, I had no, like, I had no idea. Like, some certain songs I can hear. Okay, you had a great idea how to transition it to reggae. That song, posh. I had no idea. Like, I, I didn't hear anything reggae, and you did such a fantastic job. Yeah, that one was a bit tricky because I mean, the original, you know, what, what it definitely did not sound like it could be a reggae song. Uh, the chorus is is normal, but the the verse is, is so typical, like Descendants that kind of crazy manic chaotic uh kind of style and so it was it was you know we kind of you know just did our own thing and then just kind of you know figure out something that kind of worked yeah. uh, so we, we took some liberties with that one you know the verses were, were a bit tricky um, we knew the choruses were going to sound good because it was you know it's a catchy easy chorus but yeah getting to the chorus was a little tricky we had a couple of different versions <laughs> yeah great job and i know yeah. that uh, that generally you received uh, great feedback But I heard the rumor that Danzig didn't really like your cover of some kind of hate. Weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't like it. I guess he's got a um, he he's notorious for a lot of bands that isn't. He thought it was too much like or too too much different than the original song, or not similar enough that it was more like a ripoff, like it, like it was our own song, even though it clearly wasn't, obviously. Oh. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, he, he I think if it had been if it had sounded more like the original. You know, then he would have uh, he would have been fine with it, but he basically thought it was a whole new song, and it was basically like we just ripped it off. Um, and I, I I thought it was a cool version. You know, it's definitely not uh, not something that you really hear. You know, um, you know, especially coming out of our band. So um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure where that stands, but we're seeing what we can do. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's pr- pretty lame that he had to uh, had his, his lawyers step in and you know. <laughs> and uh, try to get it removed. So oh, weird. It'll yeah. just become a collector's item. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because, you know, I wanted to give you, like, another compliment on that song because, is, um, you know, you throughout the album you give those hints, and, uh, you know, it still kind of sounds like uh, had the reggae vibe, but you added this dark vibe on that song, and it almost has, like, this zombie kind of feel, which, you know, I like because they're given their whole history and their image. That makes a perfect sense. So, like, I know I, th- I thought he would like it, but, uh, yeah, okay. Whatever. 
Good yeah, luck. I mean, I figured, you know, I mean, the song is, you know, the whole image of the band fits, I mean, the way we played it kind of fits in more with the, the Misfits than a pop punk, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, it's, I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't expect him to like it, but I didn't expect him to go that far, so. Okay, let's, um, let's, let's switch. Know, like, sorry? Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, no! I just uh, I did, I didn't, wouldn't expect to actually you know have calls from the lawyers and whatnot. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I don't know where it, where it stands right now, but yeah, I mean, he basically doesn't doesn't want us to, to have it out. So. Okay, that's yeah. On, on future releases. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll leave it up to them. Uh, you had uh, not only enemies; you had some friends on the record. Uh, uh, Amy from Interrupters and Josh uh, from The Skins uh, featured on the Operation mm-hmm. Ivy Sleep Long. Uh, could you please tell again a little bit about uh, this mechanics of the recording? Because, like, obviously, uh, Josh, I don't, I don't know where you recorded it, but he added this very interesting, almost the dance holy kind of like vocal line, uh, which is very different from the original. Again, there's some new idea how the song is different from original, and I think it's cool. Could you? Please tell a little bit about how uh, this all came about. Um, well, I mean, you know, Op Ivy, uh, Mike, Mike actually in the beginning, you know, when talking about bands to cover and not cover, he said, don't do Op Ivy because you can't do it better than the original. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole point is not to do it better, but just to have a different take on it. So I kind of took that as a challenge. So I, I went through all the Op Ivy songs and, you know, clearly didn't want to take one of their ska songs. Um, that would be too obvious. So, I tried. I listened to their their faster punk songs and thought there was a way to do it. And then I, when I listened to that song, yeah, it's gone forever. But when we started like got the lyrics and re- read the lyrics, to me the the song is is kind of like a major key kind of you know melodic kind of hard you know punk tune. Um, but the lyrics are pretty dark. Mm-hmm. So I thought you know what it would sound like in a minor key, you know. And then once we started screwing around with that, and I learned the chords, you know, just made it minor and I thought I had a cool vibe. And then uh you know, in, in that minor key it kinda of reminded me like we were thinking, you know, special uh two tone and you know mm. thought it struck uh, so there he started doing the verses and caught me off it you know, as a joke. And so we said, Well screw it, you know, I mean why not call Josh? Uh, we just got enough tour, uh we did a couple shows with the skins in the UK and uh so yeah, we just you know hit up Josh and he's he's just down. Had it done in like two days. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, sounds 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 very good. Uh, I know that there were also a couple songs which didn't make uh, the album. We did Balkan Klezmer reggae version of Bloodstains by Agent Orange and kind of Kumba-like uh, version of Thieves by Snuff. Uh, could you please tell a little bit uh, when we will be able to hear and if we will be able to hear those versions? Um, I mean, uh, the Agent Orange song, it's funny. Like I thought I, we were listening in the studio... And we we heard the Agent Orange song. And we're like, hey, you know what? Let's we didn't we didn't really want to do any many older bands. Um, we were thinking about maybe doing a part two one day, and so we were going to maybe do older bands in the second one. But uh, we listened to the song, and I as I was figuring it out, and I realized it was the exact same chords as this kind of Balkan klezmer um, beat that I had made like eight years ago, <laughs> and I and it was the exact same chords. And so, uh, yeah, we just said, hey, let's just put that song to this beat. And, uh, and that's how it came about. You know, it was done pretty quickly. And, you know, uh, it, you know Mike didn't think it was one of the strongest songs. So I have a feeling that we're probably just going to end up taking the music and doing our, our own song to it. Mm, I see. So, I see. I see. Um, I mean, maybe maybe we'll put out a version on YouTube of it, you know, because it, it's done. There's no reason why it shouldn't be out there. But um 
the whole song and the horn line and everything is, you know, it's it would it would make a good original song as well. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, we, we mentioned Balkan, Klezmer, Reggae, uh, Cumbia, like a whole whole bunch of different genres. And uh, since I listened, uh, since I first heard Mark, Matt Cadius, uh, like almost 20 years ago now, I always appreciated that you were really, really um, diverse and like really went to different genres of uh, music. And... Um, Just as a music fan, could I ask you like a question? If you take a look at uh, the part of music, the percentage of music you listen right now, which percentage would you qualify as uh, world music? And please be as nerdy as possible, because for me, I also like this kind of music, and I also li- dig into those Balkan and Klezmer uh, needs, so maybe I'm hoping to learn something from you and maybe get some recommendations. So what percentage of music in general, what you listen right now, is the qualified as world music? Oh, uh, like in my own personal list. Exactly. Listening? Yeah, yeah. On your in your personal. Oh man, I'd say probably seventy-five percent. Wow. Uh, of the music that I listen to is, you know, um, whether it's, you know, uh, Latin music or you know Balkan or Eastern European or anything uh, Mexican. Um, you know, I pretty much listen to that. That's where I get most of the ideas from. Um, let's. We play, try to listen to different things that give me inspiration. So, yeah, a lot of uh, Vallenato and Cumbia from like Colombia. And, um, you know, there, there's, uh, I mean, obviously the Internet every year gets easier and easier to find these artists. Um, you know, so even even Spotify, you know, has some good suggestions or I have friends that I know in different countries that recommend things, um, you know. And uh, a lot of the bands that I really enjoy, new bands um, that are kind of, you know, punk rock, ska, Most of the bands that I really are, are, are that I'm digging uh, come from Europe. Mm. You know, there's a lot of great there's a lot of great bands in Spain and uh, in France and bands that we played festivals with that do uh, much more of that kind of meshing style. Um, you know, like the Balkan or Cumbia and whatnot. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that, 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 I mean, I'd say three quarters of the music I listen to, I can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very exactly the same for me because I grew up in Russia, didn't speak any English, so for me, punk rock was, I didn't really care about the words because I couldn't really understand, I liked the energy, and right now it's pretty much the same, I um, when I listen, and then you listen to those, I still have this, you know, I grew up listening to, like, Russian music and all traditional music, so that vibes is still in me, but when you listen to, like, Balkan music, still hard to understand what they say, but the energy and, like, just the, the melodies are, uh, and the sounds are just unbelievable. Exactly. The, at the end of the day, the energy is what's in, what's what's the most important, you know. And uh, like uh, cumbia music, I mean, you don't have to understand what it's saying to to get it. You know, you just get it by how it feels. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of another genre that you're a very big fan of, uh, reggae, I'm also really into like old uh, 70s, uh, 60s uh, reggae. Could you please share a little bit uh, who was your favorite producer and why? Uh, like back old, uh, from old reggae? Yeah, exactly, like 60s, 70s. Uh, yeah, my, my favorite, sonically, my favorite uh, reggae is like 80s, rub Oh, um, I love I love uh, Studio One. No, that's right, Channel One. Yeah, Channel One, and I love uh, the like the the band. Um, the, I'm blanking on the name of the studio band. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Well, I took my tongue, but yeah, basically, '80s rubber dub reggae is my favorite period and my favorite producers. And in Los Angeles, where I live, I'm blessed to um, 
scientist, one of the engineers who used to engineer for King Tubby. Oh, wow. And then, you know, he became his own famous dub, uh, dub producer, scientist. He lives in L.A. So he recorded most of those recordings that I love. Wow. He was on Channel One in the 80s. And, uh, and so just being able to talk to him about, you know, hey, how do you get a snare drum like that? I mean, he was literally setting up all the drums, and, and he, he recorded all that stuff. Wow. So, it was really, it's really cool. And he knows all the guys. So anytime they come, there's a reggae club in your studio where I used to work. And uh, so we go down there, and so I got to meet them all. And uh, yeah, and just that whole, that whole genre, that whole style is pretty funny that, you know, I, I met the guy that's responsible for it. I liked it before I even met him, so that was even better, you know? Wow. Wow. You know, and, and of course, I do, I, I do like older reggae. But, um, but yeah, you know, producers and whatnot. Um, and the era, it's definitely the 80s for me. Wow. Cool. Uh, wonderful. So uh, let's um, start wrapping it up. And obviously you're playing tonight at the Imperial. But I heard that you have a very interesting project coming up in 2019. Uh, four EPs on Fat Track will come out uh, this year. Could you please tell a little bit about that? Why four? Why EPs? And um, a little bit uh, what is going to be included in, in that project? Uh, this, the first, we have, we have about seven songs. Seven songs done, recorded, uh, ready to go right now. And I think we're going to, to record some more before we put out the first one. We have some ideas for some ideas. And I don't, we, it's kind of up in the air. Right now we just have songs and we don't know which songs are going to fit. Um, you know, in the past, uh, we've sometimes made, put a bunch of different genres on one album. And maybe we're thinking we'll do one EP that's a little bit more one style, one EP that's a little bit more another style. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of, we're, we're kind of, we haven't really finalized what we're doing with that yet. Yeah. Sounds, sounds, so, sounds very um, exciting. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it will be. So, you know, and, and these days we're also trying to, uh, I mean, you know, myself, I don't really care about albums anymore. And, um, You know, I just care about songs, so we're 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 trying to do, maybe try different things that are fun. Like instead of just doing an album every couple of years, like um, you know, we we're we're trying to think about putting out an EP or maybe some singles. Um, just get music out there, you know, as, as opposed to like uh, having to focus on you know twelve songs all the time. Yeah, exactly, and it's hard to uh, pick 12 good songs. Um, you know, even in two years, it's way easier to pick three good songs and release it, and they all will be hits. Yeah, and you know, also too, you know, I mean, we have people that have known our band for a while, so been listening, you know, for quite a while. Um, and so, you know, we definitely have our our old school fans, um, but we want to just try a different ways of. In the past, you know, we don't put out albums that often. You know, it's like it ends up being like every four or five years or something. So, we're trying to do more releases. Uh, you know, like you know, a couple, maybe twice a year, three times a year, than you know but smaller as opposed to one big album every couple of years. Yeah, makes sense. I think that's a good strategy. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me. I hope your phone is, is not <laughs> almost dead, and uh, I'm very excited to see you tonight at the, the Imperial. Tonight is going to be super great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. We're going to be playing a bunch of old songs, like songs that we haven't played for a long, long time. And Yeah, we have a whole new set list, and it should be fun. It should be awesome. Wonderful. Uh, can't wait to see you tonight and have a wonderful day in Vancouver. And uh, tonight's going to be a success, great success. Awesome. Thank Th- you very much. Thanks, Asha. Bye-bye.
That was Sasha from Mad Caddies. They're playing tonight, like I said, at the Imperial. Like I said, the show is almost sold out, but I have a couple of tickets to give away. Uh, Mad Caddies are playing uh, with two local bands, my band called Pavel Brez and also a band of uh, our friends called The Brass Action. Uh, how about I play your songs by uh, those two opening bands? And while I'm doing that, uh, you can call in 604-822-2487, 604-822-2487, and I will give you a pair of tickets to give away to that show. All right, let's do it. Uh, this is Brass Action, a song called Reckless, and uh, this playing tonight at the Imperial. You can barely remember exactly what happened. Let alone predict the future. Oh, what lost within you. Hope nobody will recognize your face. The classes are walking by in somebody else's race. You swear that you were destined to be anyone but you.
Hello, hello, you listen to the radio station CITR. This is Rocket from Russia on the air currently. I just played you two songs by two shows with, two, by two local bands, which will be opening the Matt Caddy show tonight at the uh, Imperial. Uh, the opening track was by the Brass Action. That's their new super hit, which is called Reckless. And then we heard the song called All the Things She Said by the band called Pavel Bures. So tonight at the Imperial, Matt Caddy's uh, Brass Action, Pavel Bures. And the show is almost sold out. Thank you so much for participation in the ticket giveaway. This is gonna be great. Uh, obviously, that's not the, the only event which is happening this weekend in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. There's quite a few very exciting uh, shows which are happening. There's Neighborhood Brats are playing on Friday at SBC. Uh, Dead and Driving and Great The Sons are playing on Saturday. And there's also on Saturday a festival which I decided to uh, pick uh, to preview uh, on uh, on this show because it's something unique, something uh, which I never 
heard before happening. I think it's interesting, and I would like you uh, to know about it. Uh, it's called, the event is called Twosome Fest, and it features all the bands which feature two members. Uh, so there will be um, uh, local bands uh, playing six bands, Anthems, Molten Lava, Spike Girls, Double Standards, Wise Girl, and Peddler. So all uh, the bands include two members. Uh, there's also a compilation which was released uh, specifically for this festival. Six songs by six bands which will be playing the festival and the vinyl will be available for sale on uh, at the show. The show is happening on February 2nd at the Astoria. Uh, the tickets are $10 online at twosomefest.com and 15 at the door. And right now I have on the air Justin who plays in a band called Peddler and who is also one of the organizers of the festival. Thank you so much for calling in my friend and congratulations on to some fest yeah thanks man it's gonna be a lot of fun of course it will be yeah uh six bands 12 members is my math correct six bands 12 members possibly 32 songs being played is it, is it, wow, you're very organized and mathematical of uh, <laughs> organizers. This is good. Uh, you told me about this idea quite a while, probably even sometime at the Rocky from Russia Fest, which was over six months ago, and you said that you had this idea. Um, why why this idea came about? Is it because in your band you have two members or you had a supervision? Well, yeah, it was just we knew a bunch of bands that had two members in it, and they're always really fun and super energetic. And also it's easier to bring in gear since there's only two members. So (laughs) we thought uh, we'd start this thing up. And, yeah, we started planning this uh, quite a while ago, and then we were kind of shopping around doing a uh, compilation with all the bands as well. So, yeah, we've got a a 12-inch that is for sale. And you can do pre-sale as well if you go to uh, bit.ly slash twosomefest.com. Then we have uh, the tickets, T-shirts, and vinyl all for sale there. And the pre-sales are, you save a couple bucks on it. So, But, yeah, at the show, they'll all be for sale at the Astoria, February 2nd. And, yeah, it's going to be rad. Awesome. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Anthems contributed a new song. You contributed a recent song. And from what I understand, all the other bands uh, contributed already released, right, songs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The song from Anthems, yeah, is a new one. And then the one that we put up, uh, we had just released, yeah, a couple of months ago. Um, but yeah, it's just a. Uh, um, yeah, congrats. This is this is uh, this is good. Idea. How is it gonna be? Uh, could you please tell about the time? Because how six bands in one show? Like I organize shows myself, and when you have six bands, you have to start fairly early. So how, could you please give information for the people when uh, the show starts so they don't miss uh, a band uh, featuring two members? Yeah, I think we've got uh, the first band going on at nine ten, nine thirty ish. Also, the thing with two-piece bands is the changeover is a lot quicker. So, uh, <laughs> so we're just going to try and do like kind of a wall of amps sort of thing, and drums on one side, amps on the other, and then we just have to flip switches. So, hopefully, that'll be uh, fairly speedy. But uh, yeah, we're uh, I think nine thirty or nine ten is the first band. So yeah, get there at nine and get a few beers in you, and then you'll be able to see everyone. Perfect, perfect. Uh, but uh, not all the bands are just drums and bass. There's also bands with guitar and, and drums, right? Correct. Yeah, there's a good mix. What's the ratio? Of, uh, Tell me. Yeah, there's, uh, I think, uh, I believe actually only one of the bands is a drum and bass. That's Anthem's, and... Oh, then two bands, actually, yeah, uh, because Double Sanders is also drum and bass. So mm-hmm. uh, Then the rest are all guitar and bass, except for Vice Girl, which I believe sometimes throw a bit of synth in there. So, uh so it's kind of... They're kind of cheating because he's playing two instruments with one hand, so... I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, still two members, so it qualifies for the Tucson Fest. Yeah, 
Yeah. So the guitars won this battle 4-2 over basses. Good. Okay. That's true. This one. Okay. All right, man. Congratulations on this event. I'm very excited um, uh, that you're doing this. And this is, I know that, I know how much work put in, in, uh, you've put in into this. So congratulations on this. I hope the event goes well. And uh, for everyone listening, just go check out Tucson Fest at the Astoria, February 2nd. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do some bunch of high fives and listen to awesome red music. Sounds good. I'll play you. Uh, I'll play uh, for the listeners a few songs, and we'll start with the new new track by uh, Anthems. They contributed a brand new track for this compilation. You can pick it up at the show, and the song is called "Come Get What You Came For." Justin, thank you so much uh, for calling in, and uh, congratulations, and have a great Saturday. Awesome, man. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Some days I was living, the 
Hello, 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 that was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket From Russia. I played you three bands which will be playing to some festival which will take place at the Astoria at the um, um, on Saturday, February 2nd. Uh, the opening track was a new song by the Anthems called Come Get What You Came For. Uh, then we heard uh, Molten Lava, which is a band which features in, uh, members of Pet Blessings. That's, uh, that song was called Shred Lief. 
And then uh, we heard a song by Peddler that was a song called Cultivate. And Justin, who I spoke before, he is a member of a Peddler. Uh, so the Tucson, felt, uh, Tucson Festival include those three bands, Anthems, Molten, Lava, Peddler, and also three uh, bands, Double Standards, uh, Vice Girls, and Spike Girls. Interesting. Good. So six bands will be playing at the Astoria. All bands feature two members and the guitars won over uh, basses for two. Uh, this is it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, there's quite a busy weekend in Vancouver in terms of new music. You can go check out Matt Caddy's tonight. On Friday tomorrow you can see uh, Neighborhood Bratz at SBC. And then on Saturday you have two options. Going to Tucson Fest or seeing uh, Greatest Sons and Dead and Driving. Um, they are playing show as well. So there's a busy weekend for, mu- for, mu- for music. And if you'd like to do that, you have quite a few options. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you heard, if you like what you heard, you can uh, check out more podcasts and uh, some other interviews on citr.ca, um, and um, you can also uh, subscribe on iTunes and download episodes of this program automatically to your personal cell phone or even iPod. Good. Uh, this is it. Uh, UDU Radio is coming right after this, and I will finish this um, episode with another song by the Mad Caddies. They're playing tonight at the Imperial, and this song is called Drinking for 11. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great, uh, wonderful weekend. That was Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. This is Mad Caddies. Drinking for 11, that's just what I do when I'm not with you. My heart goes to bed And on the bar That's just where I'll be Try and come find me Cause I'm already dead With one I tied up on the open road I feel your presence and I can't let Slowly as it creeps into my mind Steals every breath I have and leaves my heart behind I wanna know what you feel it, if you feel it a 
for a living, that's just what I do when I'm not with you. My heart goes to bed.